Hey y'all, welcome back to Vulnerabilities and New Sexy. Um, had to take a small break, but I'm happy to be back, and I'm happy to come back to an episode like this. This one means a lot to me. I have a lot of emotions about the two men that I'm interviewing in this episode because they are my nephews, and I've actually been there from the very first day of both of their lives. I was there, I was present uh, on day one for both of them. And I don't know how much that means to them, but it means a great deal to me. Um, They're very significant in my life. Uh, But also, their mothers, who are my older and younger sister, uh, Shelly's kids. My sister, Elise Ayana, who is my older sister, we call her Lisi, and my baby sister, who we, you know, Samantha Rochelle, who they call her Manny out in them streets. Uh, over the years, I've had many emotions towards my sisters, uh, love, often frustration and anger. We face many challenges as uh, siblings. We face many challenges as individuals. Uh, and, you know, we are bonded together by a person who left this, left this world far too soon. And because of that, it caused a lot of disconnect, not only between me and my siblings, but whole entire family and that's some of what you're going to hear in this episode and my oldest nephew my oldest nephew Armando uh, you know he's going to talk about his struggles in the foster care system and uh, some of the you know struggles period with the foster care system and you know how that system not only failed him but failed our family as a whole and the the failures of the educational system and my younger nephew Malik is going to talk about you know some of his personal struggles with you know not understanding what it was for his mother to be a single mom dealing with a father in prison Uh, and you know my nephews they sat back and shared their life with me and personally what I heard was that there was times in their lives where they actually needed me and that's that's a me problem that's something uh you know i shouldn't internalize but instead it's something i need to process but you know between that and the the things that i understood and came to realize in this episode that my sisters and i you know we're all very talented and a lot of our talent went unnurtured and that's not me trying to make excuses for any of the pitfalls that we had. I mean, plenty of people have had pitfalls in their life. And it's also not me trying to minimize our pitfalls either, but it's just a matter of fact. You know, there's a lot of things that went unsupported and unnurtured. And um, there's a lot of gaps. So this episode was, was great for processing. It was a good moment of healing for me. 
I'm so grateful for my nephews for taking the time to, to sit down and, and, and talk with Unc and, uh, and to all my nephews within the sound of my voice and my niece. Um, understand that uh, I love all y'all. I love y'all deeply. And uh, I mean that sincerely. So, uh, like I said, this one was very personal to me, but I hope y'all, I hope y'all entertained by it. I, I would have done it regardless, but I hope you get something from this because there's a lot of traumatic things that I'm sure people out there are experiencing, and maybe you'll get triggered to process or begin a healing process because you experienced something that my nephews or myself bring up in this episode. Um, so, without further ado. It's me and my nephews. Nephew, nephew, listen, man. This is a special episode for me. This is the first time that I baby sit down with two guests who uh, I was present. I was actually there for the first day of both of y'all lives, man. Uh, wipe both your asses at one point. <laughs> and now, all these years later, man, I get to sit down with my with my uh, my sister's oldest boys, uh, the Pooh Man and Moo Moo. <laughs> What's going on, nephew? Nephew, how y'all doing, man? I'm doing good. Doing good too. Me and uh me and uh Samantha sat down for my first episode of the podcast and we talked about the experience we had losing our mother. And you know, for 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 you, Mondo, you actually, you know what I'm saying, you was a baby, but you actually got to be in her presence. And Malik, you never got a chance to meet her. But I'm wondering, do y'all understand, even though that's uh, you know that was so long ago and, and, and neither one of y'all was, you know, really old enough or born to feel the effects. Do you understand how that event has impacted y'all lives uh, as individuals? Mm, nah, I, I mean, I wouldn't say, I mean, I, I, because I, I would, I really never met her. I mean, I, I met her as a kid, but I don't remember, but as it affected my life, I can't really see it. But I, I know it, it had it probably it probably would be different if she was her. Yeah, I say the same thing. Uh, I know I heard a lot about her, but I just can't say off not because I never met her, so can't say if it really like impact my life or not. Yeah, I know that's a tough question to answer. So um, uh, I was just it's something I'm I'm just I didn't even think about it until I just uh, sat here and looked at both of y'all. And I was just curious, is y'all really, really understand? Um, and it's not, you know, it's never good to look back. And, and, and life is what it is. What happens is what happens. But I'm looking at both of y'all, and I'm like, I really, do I really understand how different y'all lives would have been uh, if this woman hadn't passed away? The effect that she had on both of y'all mothers is, uh, you know, tremendous. Uh, and the way that they finished up, or carried on and move, move, move forward with their lives. 
uh, had direct impact on both of y'all. But uh, I want to ask y'all about, you know what I mean? Like I said in the beginning, I was, I've been there since the first day of both y'all lives, right? Mm-hmm. And I wonder, you know, what do y'all think about when you, when it comes to your mother's side of the family, what do y'all think about your family structure? Do you, does it even play into, you know, do you think about it on a regular basis or the way that it played out is the way that it played out. So it just, it's not something that really impacts y'all. It ain't really nothing that impacting like that, except for like my main, like the main family that I be around, but it's a lot of like people in our family that like had no impact on my life for real, on my mom's side. What you, Mondo? Uh, I could probably say the same. Uh, on my mom's side, it's not family orientated, you know. I mean, versus my father's side, because uh, they more family orientated. You know, they they, you know, they come together on certain events and do family reunions, and you know, they, you know, I'm not you know trying to shame my mom's side, but. It's more like I, I get more motivation from that side of the family versus my mom, you know. But so my mom really, my mom's side doesn't really have like an <clears throat> impact on my life, but I've been around them more. I grew up, yeah. I, well, I can't say that. I, I didn't grow up with them because I, I, like I said, it's so unorganized. I don't even know the people on my mama's side, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's more like my brothers. Samantha kids and a few others that's around. So Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to the paints, I don't know a lot of paints, so uh, Yeah. Okay. What if I told y'all that that uh first of all, ain't no shame in it, man. You how you feel is how you feel. You gotta your life experience and lived experiences, your lived experiences. So nobody should be shamed or or offended by anything that you say. But what if I told you that? That's not accurate what you said. It's actually really organized. It's actually really organized. And there is a lot of family reunions and, and things of that nature that occur. Um, is that frustrating or you just sound like, uh, man, that, that can't be right? I mean, I mean, I don't see it. I don't, ain't nobody tell me about it. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to always be false to me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you do you feel? Because I'm sensing while I'm watching you right now, I'm sensing a little frustration. Uh, do you get frustrated when you think about, you know, how, you know, you had you had a life that it's really hard for people to comprehend. You know, what I mean, when you were younger, I'm gonna say about ten, and around the time Malik was just being born, uh, I was battling with the 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 state or the city to try to get you to come live with me, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so, the, but the life that you were experiencing, moving around from house to house and things like that, and now that you're a grown man, you're looking back, you got kids of your own, you got family of your own, do you look back at it be like, man, people could have did more? I don't, I don't have no grits about none of that. I just, 
I just live life, play my cards, you know. I can't be mad at nobody. I'm gonna be mad at y'all for mad at anybody for. I mean, it's, it it was it was at that time when I was growing up, I probably would be probably was a little frustrated, but I was a kid. I was just living the moment, living life, just trying to go to school and probably go home and play the game or something, you know. But as I got older, I mean, I'm a forgiving person, you know, I'm a home person, you know, I'm just I just try to make the best out of what I what I got, you know. Things could have been better, but that's that's what it should have could have, you know. Yeah, I feel you, nephew. Man, she just Malik, how much do you even how much do y'all even know about each other, man? Oh uh, I mean, I know I know I know about my cousin, of course. I used to be around brothers a lot. Uh he used to you know, he used to be there too, but not much I knew like uh Jerome and Cortez, you know. But yeah. Yeah, hey, I do got a little bit of age gap in between y'all, so I mean there's that, but Mondo, you uh, <clears throat> man, you, you spent a lot of your life in that damn system, man. And I and I and as a story in there, I, I definitely want to want to tell, man, because you landed on your feet for the most part. You know, it could have been a lot worse for you. You know, what I mean, you could you could have turned and did a lot worse things with your life. But you're a family man. You know, you take care of your children. You know, and and you're a solid guy. You know. But in the, and when you was a kid, man, when did you realize, how, how old you think you when you realized that your situation was a little different? Uh, uh, I probably would say I caught on real quick. I catch on real quick. You know, it was probably the age of, let's say, fourth or fifth grade. I'm just like, yeah, this ain't something. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem normal to me, you know, but I it was to the point where like I couldn't even be mad or nothing because I was at that time I was cool. I, I lived with my great grandparents, my granny, my granddad, so I was still with family. So I was cool, you know. I really didn't think about think about it like that, you know. But I knew I had a mama, but she wasn't around. That's all I do. You I remember why? Oh, I never, you know, it is. So it was just, it was just part of your life, so much so part of your life that that you didn't even recognize it was, it was different. Yeah, around that time, I mean, yeah, around elementary school, I caught on real quick. And you realize that, you know, your mother wasn't in that far away. I mean, I used to see my mama. We used to visit her, uh, go see her, and all that. I just always wonder why we had to go back to my granddaddy's house. I'm like, 
you know, as a kid, you gonna you gonna be with your mama. I just, I mean, but when I got older, I just, I just, I, you know, I like, I, like I said, I catch on, you know, you see stuff, you hear stuff, and I'm just like, dang, like, why, why me, you know, as a kid, so. So even as a kid, like you feel frustrated. Like I said, I can't, I wasn't, at that time, I wasn't mad because I was happy at that time, you know, I was with my great grand parents, my brothers. So it wasn't like I was really kind of, I don't know, missing anything. I was cool. Do you remember them holidays when I tried to try to get you? Or when I, yeah. I tried, but when I actually got you in them holidays, you and your brothers? Yeah, I remember the time uh, it was in two different houses, but I believe one time you was in this uh, big old house and the other time you was in a, you was in an apartment. Uh, we played the Dragon Ball Budokai, Dragon Ball Z Budokai game. We ate uh, we ate uh, Rotel out out the back, little bag of twenty five cent chips. Remember uh, twenty five cent Dorito chips? We ate uh, tacos in the bag. Yeah, tacos <laughs> in the bag, man. I'll yeah. cook it up. Yeah, I'll cook it up. Yeah, we was eating that. And uh, I remember playing football in the snow. Uh, when we went to the uh, basketball game with the females, and uh, and uh, I remember, I remember a lot of stuff, man. I, you know, I don't forget stuff. Yeah, man, it was some fun times, man. It was some fun times. I hope you used to hook yeah. it up, man. And uh, you know, what I'm saying when um, I'm gonna, ask, I'm gonna leak something in a second, but when I remember when uh, I had to try to, <laughs> you was a baby, man, and um. And I tried to babysit you one time. You know, it was my first time ever doing something like that. So I was 10 because we we almost exactly 10 years apart. I mean, I was 10 years old when you was born. And uh, your mom wanted to go out and do something or whatever. And um, I said, yeah, I got him. I got him. And I had a bunk bed at the time. <laughs> and, bro, you fell and rolled off the top of that bunk. <laughs> man, you wouldn't stop crying. <laughs> And I stopped, started crying. I would stop crying. And then my mama came in. And, <laughs> and this is the part that, that hurts me. Uh, because you'll never know, you know, how much this woman loved you. My mama came and scooped you up. And uh, and uh, she kept you the rest of the time. And, you know, it wasn't her responsibility. But, you know, when I hear when I hear Pooh Man, I hear her voice saying it because she would say it more than anybody. Uh, he was a your first born grandbaby, and uh, like I said, you you didn't you don't you don't remember her, but uh, I remember her with you, and uh, it does kind of hurt my heart sometimes to know that you don't remember somebody who loved you so much. Leek, man, you you moved down there, moved back down there. I can't think. You probably around what five or six? Can you remember? Yeah, about that age. And uh, yeah, your father, your father's prison. Do you remember what when he went in? You said, do I remember when he went in? How old you were when he went in? Uh, you talking about like, you've been in jail, jail, in and out for a minute. You mean like recently? So it's like you don't even feel like you remember a time when he wasn't up in there, huh? Oh, the last time I remember him being out when I was like, when I was in Minnesota, I was like 14. So like in the summer, and it was like around my birthday. 
And then that was kind of like a blur, though. But other than that, I don't really remember him being out. You see, you consider yourself growing up with a single parent? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like my mom's my mom and my dad. Yeah, he he. Um, when you think about him and the role he's played in your life, uh, when did you realize that you know, what I'm saying your situation as far as having a father wasn't, I'm just going to say normal, uh, whatever normal is. And I, I kept begging and asking and like just asking to be there for me or get something for me, asking for advice, help, and just, just kept lying to me and stuff like that. And then after a while, just I had to have to catch on because they, my mom, grandpa, they they was like getting mad at me for keep on believing them and letting them lie to me. So I just had to, I just had to catch on. This is when you was a teenager. Uh, I think I was around like middle school, like still growing up. You hold um. When you think about that time, man, you be holding you hold resentment towards that. Not anymore. I used to. Not anymore. Like I don't think it's like I don't know. I just don't hold like grudges and stuff anymore. I don't know. <sighs> let me let me tell y'all a little bit about Unc, man. So you know, my mother was who she was. That's your grandmother. All right. And she held us down, all, all of us, Lisi, Samantha, myself, she held us down. Now, Lisi is eight years older than me. So she knew her longer than I did. She had a different type of relationship with her. You know, my mother wasn't always, you know, uh, in a right head space or in a good, healthy or healed space. So Lisey's memories of my mom is going to be different than mine because she got to know her in a time when, you know, saying she was still kind of, you know, out there a little bit. But I didn't, you know, and the only reason I know about that is I only know what either my my uncles or my sister, Lisey, tells me. Otherwise, I don't know. But for me, you know, my father and my mother, I think they split up when I was like five or six years old, right? So for the most part, I grew up without my father. And then my sister, Samantha, came in. I remember the first day of her life is, was, is also, from my recollection, is the first day I remember meeting her father. Like, I, it all happened on the same day to me. It probably didn't happen that way, but in my mind, that's how this shit happened. So uh, I'm saying all this to say is that there's a lot of things that you know what I mean, that uh, we don't have in common, but it's a lot of things that we do have in common. And as I'm getting older, you know, I'm recognizing that it's important to, one, understand a little bit more about your history and the things that, you know, the unmet needs you have in your life and how they show up in your adult behavior, you know. Um, for me, it's a lot of things that actually are tied to, to both of y'all 
um, that make me feel a certain way about myself, about my life. I'm looking at both of y'all and I'm like, man, yeah, even though I was only a kid at the time, I know who both of y'all fathers are. I spent time with them, you know, I chopped it up with them. I obviously know who both of y'all mothers are. You know, those are my sisters. And it's sometimes, I, it took me a long time, especially not only with you, Mono, but especially with your brothers, really especially with your brother, Tony, where I had to forgive myself for not being the man y'all needed at the time, you know? And I think about the things that y'all gone through, man, and I feel nothing but pain for that. And then, and the same thing with, with you, Malik, knowing that, you know, I had you right here and then something happened. I don't even really know what happened. And all of a sudden I look up and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one day I'm carrying you everywhere I go for like the first five years of my life, five, four, first five years of life. And then I look up and then, you know, I don't know you no more. So like I said, as I'm getting older, I recognize that y'all my blood, man. Y'all my blood. If y'all was to tell me about how y'all are structured today, about how y'all show up in the world today, I can almost guarantee you now that I'm not only am I been an educator, but also as a therapist and your uncle, I can guarantee you I can damn near connect a piece of piece of y'all history to the way y'all show up in today's world. Um, I'm not sure why I said all that, but you know, why I got y'all here, I don't, you know, you know, podcast or no podcast. I just want you to know that this conversation was important to me because I love y'all, man. Thanks, Whatever y'all been through, man, I'd have took it all. I'd have took it all if I could. But I do want to understand, Mondo, because, you know, it's a lot of things that went on in your life. Even though I was I was fighting with the social workers and, you know, uh, they sent me your brother Tony, but didn't send me you and DeHans. And I was 21, 22, trying to deal with whatever Tony had going on in his head. Um, and I don't fault him for that. That's, that's not his fault either. But, uh, I, I was, it was right there, man. Like I was right there, you know, I was this close to basically raising y'all. And I just kind of want to know for the, for the, for somebody who's out there, you know, dealing with that foster care system, you know, when you think about your life, we think about your your life timeline. Uh, what are some of the things that you think a young dude out here just trying to focus growing up in a situation that you grew up in? What do you think some of the things he needs to know? First, tell me what you went through. You know, and you can just kind of go through the timeline of you and that foster care system. How did it go? Uh uh, well, I guess it all started when I was four or five years old. I don't think I really remember. Is uh, I was at school. Police officers came to my school, and then I just in a, I was in in a car. Like everything gonna be little 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, so, it was so long ago. Yeah. Then I remember being at somebody's house, some white people's house. I'm with my brothers. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? So y'all was together the whole time? Yeah, we was together. I, that, I mean, like, that's what I remember. You okay. know what I'm saying? All right. And then I remember me and Tony being together. But I really don't remember the highs. The highs was really still new. The highs was still like a newborn. Yeah, he was baby. So I don't really remember the highs. I only, I only remember the highs. Like, when he came, I was like, like I said, oh, well, I, really don't, I really don't remember that, but you know, I remember meeting Tony a lot. You know what I'm saying? That we went to my granddaddy's house, and that's when I remember the highs. That's, you know, then we grew up with my granddaddy, my great granddaddy's house. He raised us. I basically get everything from him, you know, the my humbleness, my kindness. That man raised me, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, he couldn't raise me. You know, he was old, you know what I'm saying? He was he said, that's my great and my great grandfather. Great grandfather, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm getting older, he getting older, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting I'm starting to get to my not not to my prime, but I'm growing to a teenager, so I'm getting out of control. So not out of control, you know what I'm saying, but like more. I'm doing more stuff, you know, looking into more stuff, getting my, my hands into more trouble. And they decided, I remember, I actually remember this. We was going, we was going, we was going, we was hopping on a plane to go to, go, go, go to uh, I think we went to Minnesota. My granddaddy, he was crying. And he like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy because I'm, 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 you know, I'm about to hop on a plane, not even thinking. When I come back, they about to send us off to a whole other place. I'm knowing this too, but I'm happy because I'm about to go on the plane, you know, go to Minnesota, and that's I see my granddaddy crying. He just older crying this now that I'm I'm just like, what's wrong? You know, he just telling me, I love you. I mean, I'm gonna miss y'all. All this other stuff, and then we hop on that plane. Then uh, we came back to, to St. Louis. I really don't remember where we went. I think we went to uh some some home. I mean everything and at, at, we went to some home, but then I think I believe my granddaddy came and got us back, but they ain't they didn't grab Tony this time. You know, for some reason, they didn't grab Tony and uh then we the highs grew up together. Basically, till I was like thirteen. That's where they split and up, then, Tony. Yeah, they split up. They split up at the uh, after we came back from Minnesota. We went to that. We went to a home called uh, Missouri Baptist. It was a group and, home. Uh, yeah, it was a group home, and uh, we went there. And then my granny, we we was there for, name for like probably like three three months. I remember uh somebody picking up Tony. He probably went to some some somebody home or to another children home. I don't remember that. I'm thinking he went. I'm thinking he went to somebody home. I just don't remember who it was. 
And then as that's going, they my granny granddaddy came to pick uh, me the highs up, and then boom. Uh, this when I was in middle school. I started middle school. Then they kicked me out. That's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? They might not look at it like that. You know what I'm saying? But they kicked me out. But but we're trying to understand. Why you was in middle school? That's where I went to. Yeah, I was in middle school. I was in seventh grade, and then they kicked me out. This is when I started going to Airport. This little children home called Airport, and then. I met a lot of friends there. Still got a lot, a lot of you know people, people from there in my life today. There's one thing about children homes that I can't say. I mean, it's nothing. It's it's not like all bad, but growing up through that shit, it was horrible, you know. But I met a lot of people. I met a lot of, and I know a lot of people through that system. Connection wise, You're still connected and, to to this day. Most of them, you know, but me personally, I'm I don't really talk to people, you know. What I'm saying I don't, I don't really get involved with people and other stuff. I mean, I, I used to when I was, you know, younger, but I'm 31. I but I, if I want to reach out, they available, you know. That's but and like I said, but when I went to Air Force, I went to high school and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I got my first job. I mean, you just gotta make the best out of it. You just can't slump around, crying, wishing to be her. You can just try to make your life better. You know, I would just that's what I wish I would have been doing. Cause I was that person. I don't be, you know, I, I'll be upset, but I really didn't think about it that until I had like some free time. But for the most part, I was always bullshitting around, skipping school. Smoking weed, getting drunk. Just while you were in high school? Yeah. Uh, you know, doing all, doing all, doing all the stuff teenagers would did. You know what I'm saying? But it's different when you got no guidance. You ain't got nobody there to tell you, you know, that you look up to. Be like, that's not right. Or, you know, don't do that. You know, I, I just did what I wanted to do. Because I didn't care. And yeah, and I and I paid, and and the further life went, I kind of paid for that, paid for those, you know, the choices I made, because it, it still kind of affect my my life today. Because I could have, you know, graduated high school instead. Of, I mean, I mean, I got my GD now, but you know, it's but it, it still took time. You know, you can't never get that time back. It is a lot of stuff I wish I would did different, but. For anybody that's in this, you know, situation now, I just, I, I mean, I would, I would just say, you know, just try to make the best of it, best out of it. Ain't gonna be, you ain't gonna be in that situation for long. It's only temporary. Cause once you get out in these streets or get out into the real world, it's, it's, you ain't gonna have that same comfortable assistance where people tell you it's, you know, it was a fixed, fixed schedule being in the system where they tell you what to do. What time to wake up? What time you gotta eat? Basically, like a prison, you know, they get you in this prison. In, in a way, yeah, but they put you in this box where you feel like you're limited, where you always gotta depend on somebody. Because I know a lot of people I grew up with this, they grew up in a system where they, it's very hard for them to be independent. 
because they so used to the system, you know, helping them. Taking care of everything for them. Yeah, taking care of them and tell them what to do. It'd be like like being institutionalized, basically. Yeah, it's basically what that is. Sound like a, sound to me, almost like a pipeline. You know I mean? I I want to look up the numbers. I probably will after this, but I'm, I'm wondering how many folks come out of them group home situations and end up eventually in prison. But what I didn't know is that you were going to school or high school from a group home. Was this, was it a separate school or is it like you get nah, up? It was, a public, it was a public school. I went to one of the best high schools in the city, uh, Webster Groves. So you would get up and they would, you would like get bus from the group home to the, to the high school? Yeah, we had a big old blue van. It, had, it was like a it was like a co-ed van. So we had boys and girls, and we all just go to school, and they and they pick us back up. And then I didn't go. They had a school. They had a they had a school on campus, uh-huh. but <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't for me. You know, I they sent me to the public school because nigga, I'm you know what I'm saying I that school on campus, but it, it just wasn't for me. You know, yeah. Yeah, and you uh, you ended up dropping out. Yeah, no, I didn't drop out. They they withdrew they withdrew me from school, and then they took me to GED. Okay, how would you how would you when you did that? I didn't. I mean, I was probably six sixteen when they they forced me to withdraw withdrew from high school because they said I was a bad influence on a lot of students. I mean, like I said, I went to Webster Groves. You look at Webster Groves, that's a that's right by the Galleria, Maplewood, Brentwood area. You know, that's right, right, right where all the white folks and all that. So I'm a nigga from the city. You know, I'm the, just coming with my, my red rag, pants tagging, and they like, you know, everybody liking that shit. So I'm influencing all the black kids and, you know, every, you know, Everybody from 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 group home, we all together like it's a gang. So they had to, they basically just withdrew me. My my grades wasn't bad, you know. what I'm saying I was not a I was never a dumb kid. It was just I was bad. I was I ain't gonna say I was bad, but they say I was a bad influence, you know. Do you think that at school knew everything that you had that you were dealing with at the time, as far as coming out of a group home and? Do you think if they knew, you think they took it into account? They knew, they knew, they knew. I mean, I'm pretty sure they know everything about my situation and all, the, and all the other kids. Yeah. And then you ended up, so after you left, <clears throat> after after you left uh, your, your great-grandfather's house, you never lived in a home again, uh, anybody's, anybody's actual house again. I, I, I did, this man named Mr. Williams. But uh, I was only there for like I I don't I see my time. I think that was the first time we left. We went to a man house like Mr. Williams, and after that, uh, I don't remember. But that was the first that was, that was the house we went to besides my uh, my granny and granddaddy. Yeah, we'll come back to this man. But I, I want to say something about that 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 time your grandfather was crying. Uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but we spoke, me and Mr. Phipps, and uh, uh-huh. he told me, man, 
I, I don't remember much. It's funny how you remember so uh, that it's funny what our mind remembers that you remember about him crying and all of that. Like it's just funny what their mind holds on to. What I and I man, I'm oh I'm getting older, man. I forget a lot of stuff, but I remember this conversation I had with him. He was like, he basically told me, you know, I can't, I'm getting old. I can't do this. I can't keep up, you know. I can't keep up like I used to be able to keep up. And uh and I don't remember what he said word for word, but I remember him being like frustrated that, you know, because I mean, like you said, that's that was your great grandfather. That means two generations skipped over for you to land up in his in his home. He skipped over two generations to land with him. And I remember him being frustrated about that. And I remember him talking to me, you know, telling me what I needed to do. Almost like telling me because he felt like I was one of the only people he would trust to like take this on. Like I need you to step up and try to get these boys because I'm just getting old. I can't, I can't, you know, I want them to go with you. And um and to this day, I'm still upset, man, because the system, you y'all had a place to go. You didn't have to be in that group home. Y'all had a place to go. I, I didn't, I didn't not one time say, I don't want them. I kept telling them over and over again, they can cut. And I was only 21, 22 years old. I mean, it sounds crazy now looking back at it that I thought I had the maturity to do that. But the 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 system, child services in St. Louis, they fucked that up. I y'all had a place to go. You never had to spend a single day in that home, and they chose that for you when you had family that was willing to to take you on. And uh, I'm I'm not telling you that to to upset you or nothing, but it it just it just low key hearing that pissed me off because I'm like, man, I told them over and over again, and I did everything. I did the home checks. All the things that they said you needed to do in order to get your home ready for some kids. I bought a house, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I did everything you're supposed to do. And they just wouldn't send you and your brother, man. It was, it was, it's like, now I'm, now I'm trying to think back. I'm looking back on it like, man, was they just trying to get y'all ready to try to put y'all in prison? Or what, what, why would they choose that over a loving home? I don't get that, nephew. It's frustrating here, man. But Lee, man, we was talking a, little, a second ago about, you know, how your father, you know, was in and out of prison, right? Mm-hmm. Now your situation is 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 different from Mondo's in the in in a one way for sure, but because you pretty much got in the foxhole with your mom, like you and your mom was in the foxhole together, and and everything that happened to her happened to you, and everything that happened to you happened to her. Is that accurate? That sound accurate? Yeah. And, you know, she had you when she was a baby herself, you know. And for the most part, y'all pretty much grew up together. Yeah. But do you still ever get frustrated at the fact that your mom had to go through so much because you were sitting there right there with the front row seat? Every day. Every, I was really thinking about that every day. Like, I just sometimes wish, like, I could help. Like, back then, I know I was a kid, but I still wish I could, man. It's hard. How much of it do you remember, man? Because, like I said, she was a baby 
You know what I mean? And, and it wasn't really nobody, it wasn't really anybody's responsibility to take care of her. You know what I mean? Um, and she'll tell you that herself. But when I think back on that times, like she was just, you know, we was all young, man. I was still young too. You know, I was, this is all around the same time. Like the same time you was coming out is the same time I was trying to deal with getting Mondo and his brothers. This all happened around the same time. And my, my baby sister has a baby and, and she needs help too. Yeah. And then, and I remember her like wanting help. Like in my mind, that's how, that's how, that's how it, that's how it comes about. Like, man, I just feel like I hear her saying like, damn, ain't nobody helping me. You know, she never probably really said that, but that's just kind of how the energy I felt. And she was angry like all the time at this point, you know, and you don't remember, you probably don't, you know, you never know the, the sweetest version of her, but she at one time she was, she was actually kind of a sweet kid. <laughs> now she's crazy as hell. But uh, I just want to know, man, for you watching it, man, in the foxhole with her, like what kind of, what, when you think about things that you wanted and unmet needs that you had, what are some of the things that you wanted from that time that you just couldn't get because it just wasn't possible? Yeah, man, I just wanted to keep up with everybody else, for real. Like, it was hard. Yeah. I kind of kind of made it hard on my mom because it's harsh. Kind of made it harder on her because, you know, I was kind of spoiled. Like, kind of, kind of like a spoil you, uh. All right, man, let it up, nephew. You're saying you need safe space, man, with your family. Kind of like a, like a grateful kind of, I don't know, man, it's, it was hard. Now, when I think about it now, it's like, man, wish I never did that. Like, I just put a lot of pressure on him. You know, and I know it made her sad. I was, I was kind of ungrateful. I ain't gonna lie, man. I was growing up. So I started having have to realize, I had to realize, like, our real situation. Like, we really had nobody but her. And it's like, man. It's, you really didn't, man. It's it really hard, didn't. man. Your mother's story. Oh. Go ahead, keep talking, man. Oh, my no, God. I was saying your, your mother's story sometimes gets underrated, man, because, uh, you know, someone could look at where she is and not respect where she came from. But the things that she overcame, um, the challenges that she faced, it's really it really gets underrated. Um, when you think about her level of intelligence and her level of talent, you know, uh, given some privilege and some support and it's not to say that she's not okay because she is okay but I'm just I, and, I, and I feel the same way with myself but given you know and, and same thing with Lisey man given the intelligence and the talent that uh, your mother had she could have did anything she could have did anything she still can she still can. I, I definitely don't want to come off like my, like my sister's like a, a failure because she's not. But 
You know, I feel the same way about myself. I feel the same way about Lisi. Um, you know, I just, I'm just, this is what I'm coming back to, to the beginning of what I tell you about how an event that y'all don't even remember affected your life so greatly. You know what I mean? Like, my sisters are, are crazy talented, both of them. Both of them, crazy talented, man. I mean, I mean, people look at me and think that I just, I mean, my sister, Lisi, bro, she taught me how to read. She taught me how to do math. You know what I'm saying? She protected me. She held me down. Uh, my sister, Samantha, is my best friend, man. I mean, it's, it's she don't, she rejects me all damn near when I say it, but I like, I don't know how I would do life without her at this point. And uh, you know I, I, everything you feeling, man. I understand. I understand. You feel like um, you say you feel like you were spoiled, and you have a lot of regret for the way that you showed up in your mom's life. Yeah, for the most part, like uh, seeing other kids, like. <laughs> All the shoes, new phone, all the new stuff, new clothes and stuff. You know, it was, it was hard. And then I see like my dad on social media posting money and all that. Too. Like it made me mad, man. It was hard to deal with. Pops used to stunt. Yeah. So stacks, of, stacks of cash on social media, but y'all sitting there just barely making it. Barely making it. I'm working. I barely see my mom. Like, every, like, yeah. I only seen her at night, like, real late at night. She used to work at, like, somewhere, like, Family Dollar or something like that. She used to be there all day. Barely seen her. It's crazy. And you can be honest with me right here, man. I know I know how you feel about your mom, so you ain't got to, you know, saying, try to uh, pump it up or nothing, but were there moments and times throughout that where you felt resentment towards your mom because of the way that y'all was living? Uh, just, just a little bit, yeah. I used to be real angry with her. There's a lot of things that I used to do back in the day, man. I'm a grown man now, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, this is part of healing. Looking back and thinking about things that you might be ashamed of, you might have looked back and had resentment towards your mother. And it's okay to say that now, you know what I mean? And and also say that that's, that's not a way you should have felt. Because now you can look back and that's how you grow appreciation. And you appreciate now everything that she was doing instead of resenting, for, resenting her for the things that y'all didn't have. You know what I'm saying? 100%. I said, that's why I think we're so close now. Right? When I started realizing how much she was actually doing for us, she was only had herself. Yeah, man. Did you listen to that Team Mom episode that I put out with her? Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. What made what What did you think about that? When did you listen to it? Everything she went through, like it's crazy. Like she talked about her mom, like yeah, mom all the time. I actually, lose her mom. Yeah. Yeah. She's strong, man. She's real strong. That's all I can say. 
Hey man, she just got man. She's so she's so smart, man. She's always been so smart. Like her level of intelligence is just it blows me away. I just wish everybody got an opportunity to see how smart she is. And uh, and I and I'm I'm always gonna tie this back to Shelly, man, for both of y'all because all y'all experiences, you know. And I don't know if this is even a good thing to say, but I just want y'all to know what love is, man. Like. I promise you, I'm I, I'm 100% knowing this without being able to tell time or or see the past or the future clearly. That none of these experiences y'all had would have would have happened on her watch. There's no way in hell. When y'all think when y'all think about even back to what Mondo was saying in the beginning about you don't see the family structure and the family organization and all of that. Bro, all of that for me, as, as, as from my perspective, all of that went away when my mom died. All of it. Prior to that, man, when my mom came to town, when my mom came to St. Louis, that's when it all, that's when you saw everybody under the same roof. That's when everybody got together. You know, that's what the family was like. But when she passed away, man, that took out a foundational piece for our entire family. And I'm not saying that again, I'm not saying that to make y'all sad or make y'all, you know, uh, wonder, but um, I know that y'all have been through some things, I've been through some things and now y'all grown men, y'all grown men and, and you know, it's, uh, and y'all gonna live, y'all gonna live your life regardless, it is what it is, but as your uncle, I'm always just hoping that y'all find some healing for the things that y'all went through because none of that shit was normal. All that shit was trauma. All that shit was trauma. And all our trauma stems from the same place for the most part. Mondo, when uh, growing up, man, I talked to Tony about this a lot, but I'm going to ask you about it. Do you did you have a lot of resentment towards your mother? Um, uh, uh, I don't think I would. I I, don't, I wouldn't say I did. I just, I mean, I'll be honest, I really didn't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm be honest because I always felt like shit. I mean, I always observe the situations. I know. Will be going on. I'm not saying I. I'm not saying I didn't care, but I always knew I was in a better place with my granny. With with with, with this went out with my granny granddaddy. You know, at that time, you know, because I can't lie, my granny granddaddy they 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 took care of us. They did everything for us. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't really bad for me until I left. I left there and started. You know. Going to home, so mm, okay. I then as I got as a teenager, I really didn't care, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm thinking about other stuff now. So, so you know, it's almost it, it sounds like what you're saying, like you almost can't really be upset about losing something you don't ever remember having. Something like that. It was just. I never remember my mom raised me or nothing like that. I, 
Uh, I always wish she was wish I always wish she was around, but shoot. We we you grow out grow up with, without somebody. And you already got that type of love coming from somewhere else. I really didn't like look for it for the, from nobody else because I had it right in my granny and my granddad. I feel you, man. I can tell I, you that. Go ahead. I had my brothers, so that's all I needed. My brothers at that time. That's all I needed. What what about your father? You ever had resentment towards him not showing up? I, I mean, you went in for a while. For a while, you you thought a whole different person was your father, right? No, nah, I my mama always told me who my daddy was. Just gave you that name. She always, she always said it was oh, she thought it was somebody different. That's why my name was on mine, though. Right. You know, and uh, yeah, and uh. So be clear, you named after somebody completely different. Yeah. Like you got his I whole like, name, first and last name. First, middle, and last name. That's why. That's why my kids' name. They got my daddy's last name. They got King. All their last name King. Oh, okay, okay. So you didn't give him the cocktail name. Hell no. I'm, I'm keeping my. I'm on my line. I'm on my people. My kids to know who they are. And if they, if I, I mean, I want them to know who you know. I want people. I want to make it easier for people to connect in my family. So yeah. that's where it starts, it's with the last names. So you never thought that Armando Cox was your father? You knew the whole time that who your father was? I ain't never know where the name came from. Never thought of it till shit. My daddy came to my life till like, like 10 years ago. Yeah. I remember both of them dudes. <laughs> I remember both of them dudes. Well, yeah, man, I, I, I didn't know that you named your children uh, King. But let me ask you this. When you have kids, man, something chemically and you change it. So when you think about the way you grew up and you think about the people that were supposed to be there for you and you then you have kids and you look at them, you still don't feel a way like, man, how, you, how I feel about my kids is how somebody should have felt about me. I mean, yeah, I, I sometimes um, relate, relate that because I got kids now, you know, but I can also, like I said, I can also relate, understand, you know what I'm saying? Relationships don't always work out between the mama and the daddy, mama, baby daddy, baby mama, drama, that shit, sometimes it's always best for them to be a part. I mean, not saying that's healthy for the kid, you know what I'm saying? But y'all should always try to break it out. You just forgave me. You just you guys just got forgiveness in your heart. Yeah, I did. I just I mean, it was like I can't. I want to learn. You know what I'm saying? I want to teach teach me. You know what I'm saying? You my father. You know I missed out on a lot. I want I want you to. You know I want to learn some stuff from you. You know I want to see where I get this from, and I want to understand it. You know what I'm saying? You've been here longer than me, so I want to. That's what he's been doing. You know, since the, the, the last ten years he's been in my life. That's I've been I've been even you know reaching his hand out to me. So yeah, it, it been it been cool yeah. having him around. I just wish he was. It, it, I I know for I know for a fact I would be a totally different person today if he was in if he was in my life. 
you you have a lot of respect for him. No, you said, do I have a lot of respect for him? Yeah. Uh, I respect that man. I, re I respect him a lot. I got nothing but respect for him. He, and when I, when I look at a man, I mean, like I said, it's my father. You know what I'm saying? And I always wanted a father in my life. When I look at it, when I look at a man, I look at my dad. You know what I'm saying? I look up to him. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't never had that had that role model. Well, I, I had my great granddaddy. I had I had you. You know what I'm saying? But y'all not my you know y'all not my daddy. You yeah, understand? I understand exactly what you're saying. No, yeah, yeah, don't. He he. I get my my characteristics my characteristics and all that from him. So yeah. it's more we can understand each other. Not saying we don't, but me and him can understand each other on a on a totally totally different level. So yeah, I respect yeah, that. I totally life. understand what you're saying, nephew. I don't, yeah, I understand what you're saying, man. Um, do you you don't respect your mother the same way? Oh yeah, I love my mama. I, I love my mama to death. I respect the man. That's, that's my mama. Yeah, shit. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I mean, it's it's different though, cause I I mean I always felt you know always had that that uh. How can I say? I always felt some type of way when I was younger, cause she never made no attempt to like, in my eyes, to like fight for us, you know, and uh, be there for me. And she was right around the corner, or you know, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I love her to death. In my private moments, man, I have shed tears for both of my sisters on many of occasions because of the things that they have gone through. I have been angry at my sister, Lisa, many times uh, on a different level. In the beginning, because she was my first hero and then she disappeared. So I have, I have anger in my heart for that because she was the one that was holding me down. And then all of a sudden she was gone, you know? And then at times when I was trying to get get y'all, keep y'all, um, I was mad at her because I didn't get the support that I needed from her. Uh, when I would have y'all, you know, I would have y'all for weeks at a time and didn't hear her hear from her. I would get, I would be resentful and mad at her. Like, why, you know what I'm saying? I got your children right here. You know what I mean? Or when I had Tony, you know, I had him in school. I had, you know, had him in basketball programs. I had him for a long time. It was like only a couple months, but I have, you know what I mean? And, and it's, it, sound like, it seemed like it was a long time, though. It seemed like a long time, man. It seemed like a long time, but letting him, but it was it was not that long a time. You know, at that time, it felt like forever, but bro, I had him, you know what I'm saying? But, I, but that moment meant so much because I was like, this is my, if I do this right, it's all I wanted, nephew. If I do this right, I get Mondo, I get the Hans, I get them all. Tony is the hardest one, you know? So at the time, you know, I, I, I knew y'all. I spent, I mean, DeHans was simple, man. He was very simple. And you were very simple as a kid. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a whole lot to, you know, when I hear you talk about when you was in high school lashing out and that's not the Mondo I knew. You know, when you was a kid, kid, 10, 11 years old, it was very simple, man. Very simple. And uh, my sister, man, she 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 made me mad, you know that I, that I, that I, you know for some of the same things that you just said. But now, as a grown person, now that I, you know that I've 
educated myself, you know, I'm, I've got my master's in counseling and all of that. And I read up on some of the things that my sister had to experience. And I look back and I just shed tears for the fact that, man, the society failed my sister. Lisey, man, Lisey, man, she was this, man, she was incredible, bro. And I, I mean, I might, I might be, you know, I'm looking at her as a little brother, you know what I mean? I was, that's, that was my big sister. And when we walked down the block, man, everybody stared at Lisey. Everybody stared at Lisey. She was smart. She had the personality. You know what I mean? She was outgoing. She knew how to talk to people, all of that stuff. And, uh, and it's just, and she got caught with this, you know, with this schizophrenia, man. And now that I know more about that, right, they failed my sister. The system failed my sister, another black woman. They failed her. She didn't have to, have to live the life that she lived. And, uh, Man, this is me talking for me now. You know, I know that's your mom, but that's that's still my sister. So I'm I'm talking for me now. But they didn't. She didn't have to do that. They didn't. They didn't. She didn't have to live that way. And uh, I had to get some understanding and some healing to be at peace with the fact that you know my sister lived the way she lived. My nephews lived the way they lived. You know, in and out of homes and all of that. And and you know, saying and. My nephew ended up going to prison and all, all these things that, that 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 he had to experience. You know, me and Tony had this conversation, man, and and, uh, and uh, man, I was in tears talking to him, man, because the day I put him on the plane to go back to St. Louis, man, I must have sat in that airport for about two hours. I didn't even leave. It was one of the hardest things I ever had to do because I knew that putting him on that plane, I basically just put you in put you in the house on that plane too. And I was probably never going to be able to get y'all because I couldn't handle what Tony was doing. Not understanding at the time that he had schizophrenia, he had schizophrenia, he had medications and things that he needed to. And, you know, I'm 21, 22 years old, brother. And they, nobody educated me. And I'm saying all this to say that, man, part of the re, and I'm not trying to look for anybody to blame or any, any, any institution to blame, but I'm just letting you know, let both of y'all know, you know, this is me being your older uncle now saying, man, the institutions, if you're not careful, man, they, they'll, they'll fail you. And the institution failed, failed my family in that regard. The state of Missouri, they failed my family in that regard. They failed my sister. They clearly failed my nephews. And, uh, and this is this generational trauma, man. Like when you talking about too with Samantha Malik, like all of this, if, you, if it goes back to, to my grandmother, y'all great-grandmother, her mom passing away early in her life. Uh, my mom having baby at 15. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it, we just, y'all just had trauma passed down from generation to generation to generation to generation. And one of the reasons I want to have this conversation, man, is because, Mondo, you already got kids. Malik, I'm sure you're going to have kids in the future. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to do my best, do my part to break that cycle, you know? And yeah, y'all experienced a lot of life without me, but 
none of that is ever going to change the fact that how I feel about y'all as men, as family, and what I want for y'all and what I want for y'all future, for y'all future generations, man. A lot of things that happened to y'all was out of y'all control. A lot of things that happened to your mothers was out of y'all control. Part of healing is understanding where you came from to the fullest degree. That makes sense? Yes. Look, man, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to edit this up and put out what I can put out. But, um, man, I just want y'all to know podcast and no podcast, man. This is a this is a healing moment for me. You know, I don't know what's going to do for y'all, but as your uncle, uh, man, this is an important moment in my life right now to be able to sit down and and, and I, I want to know more about, you know, saying what what y'all been through, and uh, and I want to chop it up and, and get an understanding of, you know, your your life experiences, so I know, you know, uh, what type of what type of men y'all are, and what type of men y'all plan on becoming, and all of that. Um, and I want you to know who I am, because it's important for me. It's important for y'all mothers. It's important for the next generation. It's important for y'all younger siblings. You know, as many of us out here, we all came from the same lady. We all came from the same lady. Well, I'm a, that was a lot of emotion for me, so I'm just going to leave that where it is. Uh, I really hope y'all enjoyed it. Again, I want to say thank you to my nephews for spending time with the uncle. Uh, thank you to my sisters for for providing these young men to the world. I love y'all deeply. Uh, I'm talking to my sisters and, uh, yeah, I'll see y'all next time.